Okay, I'm going to start it right now. That's great. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Okay, this is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast yeah. where um, where we talk about a different album every week. And um, this week we're getting into the Thrice album, The Artist in the Ambulance. But before we do that, we're going to rank all the Thrice albums, all 10 of them. So while you're listening, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Leave us a voice with your voicemail. Our phone number is 503 503- Eight nine three five three zero seven. So get into that. My name is Tyler. Way out there, way out there, neither. It's Jeff. So let's uh, let's just start with our rankings of the Thrice records, starting at number ten. Okay. What do you got, Jeff? We're in the top ten of Thrice albums here, baby. Here we exactly. go. Back the up only in the Thrice album that was pretty terrible. Okay. That is to be everywhere. Is to be nowhere. Okay. I, not, at, not a surprise. Okay. At first, I thought that this was better than Beggars and better than Major Minor, but I realized that I very much dislike his voice here. It's like, <laughs> it's like a bad, grungy Chris Cornell. It's just dumb. And hmm. some parts of this were heavier than, than the previous two, but his vocals were awful, and I, I just couldn't stand him. I... After I, I kind of thought that, I just couldn't get out of my head, and it just really irritated me, and I really did not like this album. This one was hard to get through, but it wasn't very long, so I got through it. <laughs> um, right. But I didn't pick a favorite song because I don't care. In that bad. Yeah, hmm. I, I, just, I didn't enjoy this at all. Interesting. Okay. Uh, my number 10 is also To Be Everywhere is To Be Nowhere. Oh. I never go back to this record. I never, ever do. This, to me, is a stinker. Thrice, yes, they do have stinkers, and uh, this is one of them. And, uh, I just, I don't, I thought maybe, you know, have not having, not having listened to it in years, I might like it more now, but it starts off kind of like, okay, this is kind of cool. But then it's just like boring. It's so boring. It doesn't go anywhere. <sighs> I don't know. And to, to come out with this album after you, you've been broken up for a few years and then you put this out, it's just like, dude, this, it's a bummer, but yeah, yep. That's my number 10. It's a stinker. Sorry. All it right. Is. Starting off so, right here. I know. But oh, but it gets better. It gets much better. <laughs> number uh, nine. Okay. What do you got for number nine? Number nine for me was Beggars. And hmm. it's not it's it's not that these next albums are like bad per se or stinkers. They're just boring. And they're just okay. kind of like tonally flat. The songs kind of all sound the same. They don't really go anywhere. It's just it's very meh. Alright. Uh, but I mean, again, this was hard to pick a favorite song, so I like the weights. I don't know. The weight. Okay, that's still that's a good song. But I really don't care that much anyway. So N- uh. never go back to it. No, I will never go back to my number. I think actually ten, nine, eight, seven. 
Oh, oh, really? That many, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm nervous now. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, my number nine is. Uh, I've always thought, ever since I heard it, I've always thought it was kind of boring. There's only one song I like on this, and that's um, "Air and Earth" from the Alchemy Index. <laughs> Those two EPs, I just think, are just overall pretty boring. One of my least favorite Thrice songs is on Earth, and that's "Come All You Weary." Well, your I least favorite Thrice song? Yeah, I do not like that oh. song at all. I just, I, I hated the melody in that. I just, I don't do not like that song. I don't think it's a good song. And uh, so, yeah, Air Earth is my just, yeah, it's my number nine. It's just like you go from Water and Fire, which I think are just so great, <laughs> to this. It's so dis. I remember just hearing it and just being so disappointed after Fire and, and Water. Okay. But, yeah, the, but there is really one really good song on Air, and the song is The Sky is Falling. But then when you look it up, it's a cover. So it's not even their song. I don't even know who... The, who did the song originally, but that song is actually really good. Outside of that, meh, don't care. I okay. give that one a one point, a one point eight. Yeah, one point eight. Dude, you're just you're throwing out some some heavy stuff already here. Some heavy stuff already. What do you mean? You expected me to like all of it? I thought you were gonna love everything. I I I honestly thought that you would like everything except for to be everywhere because there's no way to make it like that. But I, I, I thought everything else would be at least like twos for you. Like, everything else, no. everyone else, two point nine five, easy. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost there. We're almost to two point nine five. I don't doubt it. Number eight. Uh-huh. Number eight for me is major minor, and okay, fair. I put this above beggars, but that doesn't really mean much. There was there was just there was like one more thing to like about this than there were beggars, and it's, again, this is just. It's just like boring music you hear at church, like a, a yes, a, like a guy who wants to like have a band and play at church, and they're like, yeah, you can play on like the Tuesday afternoon service, and he's like, okay, well, he's really into it. Like this is the music you would hear. It's just fucking lame. Thank you. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Students, ah. like this is me because I played in a church band with Ronald, and <laughs> it f- was fucking boring. But I had a great time. But it was really boring because we played shit like this. It was boring music, but I enjoyed it. It was really it. boring, but I had a great time. <laughs> because I liked it. Well, what was I playing and stuff? And then I, actually, it was all bad. But because afterwards, it wasn't like we go out drinking. We go out and like pray and stuff. And I always felt awkward. And then they asked me not to be in it anymore. <laughs> so that was fun. You probably said like fuck or something and you were out, out of the band. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite song. Again, I'm just anthology and anthology mm. oh, mm. i don't know okay. i guess i like the lead guitar riffs throughout the song in this one and kind of had a cool little swing to it but no it was all right yeah outside of that yeah okay i get it major minor is also my number eight this one's pretty low for me this is also 1.8 on our rating system and uh yeah i just i think it's this is the last record they put out before they broke up briefly and when it came out i remember just being really disappointed with this one too so it just it's not a very good record. I rarely go back to this one as well. Um, but I, when I did listen to it this week, I did like it a little bit more than I thought I would, which was nice. It wasn't as boring, but I, I know exactly what you mean with the way he sings. Cause this is really when he started to sing with his, uh, worship voice, worship music voice. And I just don't like, he does a little bit on, on the, the last album they put out, but yeah, this album, To Be Everywhere, is to be nowhere. He has so much of that worship 
style and I just I, I hate that style of music. Can't stand it. It's but it's not even it's not even backed by solid melodies or cool instrumentation. Yeah. It's just it's all boring. Mm-hmm. Like nothing about it is unique. Nothing about it has any kind of character. Everything is just fucking lame. Yeah, I know. I hate saying it because I like this band so much and they put out so much good stuff. But well, we get to yeah, the this good song stuff. we're just not there yet. But they do have we're some good stuff. There. Yeah, we're almost there. So yeah, major minor is my number eight, and my f- my two. If I had to pick two favorites, it would be Blur or Black Honey. But Blur just because it's a little bit faster, and Black Honey because it's kind of catchy. But outside of that, not very good record. So that's my number eight. All so right. what do you got for number seven? Number seven is is kind of the last of that. What I feel is, is the I guess the the worship era, but mm-hmm. that's that's Palms, and that low, huh? Yeah, dude, you're fucking nuts that you put <laughs> Beggars or Palms. Even if they're if either one of those two are in your top five, you fucking you you will lose all. You'll <laughs> oh, lose your boy. thrice card. You're gonna lose your thrice card. I'm gonna pull. Oh, boy. I'll pull your fucking cod. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is kind of like another one of his little grungy Cornell performances. Uh, but this was kind okay. of the best of this era, and it was more early thrice sounding and had a lot of kind of cool post hardcore elements. And there was a lot of there's a lot of like at the drive-in style, the riffage and strum patterns. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what I latched onto for an otherwise unlatchable onto album. Wow! But uh, Beyond the Pines, <laughs> the last song, this was really this was kind of an okay song, but it really found its groove at the end. It ended up being a really cool tune that played out well and decompressed the entire album. But the first part of it was kind of lame. But the last part of it was, was a banger. Okay. Yeah, the, the the latter half is much better. But Okay. So that, and that was your favorite, right? Beyond the Pines? Mm-hmm. Okay. My number seven is also Palms. Oh, Look at this. Look at this. Palms is probably number two. <laughs> oh, oh, just yeah. wait. Just no, there's wait, no way. Buddy. You're not that stupid. Uh, so Palms is my number seven. I think this is a very good record. This is... Probably a 2.25 for me on go. the thrice scale. So uh, I, I I was very surprised when this one came out because after being so disappointed over the last almost 10 years of thrice, um, this one just kind of really just caught me off guard. And I, I liked every song except for what's the worship one. It's the one that starts out with the piano. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called, but I always skip it. I just don't think it's a very good song. But outside of that, I think it's this album is a fucking banger. It's some really good stuff. Um, and like you said, it's kind of a little bit of a throwback to like a little bit of beggars, a little bit of Visu. And it's really, it's it's just really catchy in parts. And they use like, they there's a harp in one of the songs and it sounds so cool. It's a solid record and it's, it's good. So my favorite song off this one is Hold Up a Light. That one's really good too. I like, Dustin's voice is really good. He has, it's one of those songs where he, it sounds like he has a lot of passion with what he's saying and what he's singing about. So that's a good one. Hold up a light on palms. Number seven. What's your number six? Number six. Now we're getting into the twos. (laughs) Now now we're getting into the twos. I I am glad that you have this many two and aboves. That's very, very nice. So yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff here, but um, this one, had we put this together as one, this would have been higher, but air and earth, I, this is nothing compared to fire and water, but it's still, yeah. it's still could, it's still could, it's still good. good. It's still, it's still <laughs> solid. It's, it's ambitious. And I'll get more into it when I talk about, when I talk about fire and water, but 
I think the air side of this was really cool. It was ambient and sort of airy to use that mm -hmm. word in the sentence and description, but earth, <laughs> earth was a bit too like, I don't know, like, like conceptually, I didn't feel an earthy tone to the music. I don't even know what an earthy tone would be, but I know that wasn't it. And yeah. Like with fire and water, like I felt it. And even air, I felt the air aspect of it. The earth yeah. part was just like kind of like acoustic. And I thought that was lame. Like, But it wasn't even like a good acoustic. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It was just, it was, it's it was boring. lame. And I guess I'll get more into it with fire and water because that was phenomenal. But yeah, this was okay. This was fine. Mm -hmm. I only gave it a two because I thought air was really cool. Okay. Um, but the sky is falling. That that's definitely my fave. Oh, that's a good one. This is this is like ambient enough to set up a good air song, and it's like totally mm -hmm. high pitched, going in with the air theme, like the high in the sky type of stuff. And dude, the claps. God love oh, claps. I love that part. God yeah. love claps. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so so it was it was good. It was cool. And but I also I I, I was planning on doing, it, but I forgot. I wanted to listen to this outside of not listening to fire and water like in sequence. I want to listen to this outside of that just by itself to see if it's still held up as high as I think it did because coming down from the high of fire and water probably boosted this up a little bit higher than it should have been. Really? Okay. I would have thought it the opposite. It would have just like killed the mood after fire and water. That's why it's so low. Maybe. I don't know. I thought you would like, okay, so this is where I thought you would really like the band. Cause it's more like singer songwriting singer songwriter style so i thought you'd like this and beggars a lot more but i'm dude i'm like a very wrong i'm like a i'm like a decade old m80 like you don't know if i'm a pop off you don't know if i'm a dud like <laughs> oh you don't God, know you just so don't know dumb you have that no idea so what's gonna happen dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no wow. idea yeah but clearly yes okay so that was your number six um my number six is Beggars. Oh, thank God. I, I like this. I mean, I think this is a fantastic record. I love this album. The only kind of weak song is the last one. But other than that, I think it's a really solid record. Um, it's definitely different from what they were doing on Alchemy Index. And it was like nice and refreshing when it came out. I remember that. And I just listened to the hell out of this this album. It was, And it leaked like four months before it was supposed to come out to where That's they actually had to release time. it. Yeah, it came out like it was supposed to come out in October and it leaked in like June or something like that. <laughs> and then and then I because I remember I got it. I'm just going to say I got a pirated copy of it. And I think it was like two, maybe three times in every song, a voice like very, very loud would say property of vagrant records or it's something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because it was it was it was meant to be like just passed around between the band members and the record label. So it had this like this watermark, I guess you could say. And it was like, I think it was like two times in every song and it was super loud, but uh, I don't know. So then they ended up like releasing it in August instead of October or something like that. Okay. But, yeah. No, it, crazy, I, I love okay. beggars. Yeah. I love beggars. I think it's a really good one. And I have a lot of good memories with this one too. Like a lot of the stuff going on when it came out, like just hanging out with everybody and friends and just a lot of good nostalgia with it. And then, with it with like Annie and then Kevin and just a lot of fun stuff surrounding yeah, this, this was, record. This was like, I don't know. Visu and this one are for sure the ones that I remembered most yeah. from high school and especially like the Kevin days and a little bit of the alchemy index, but mostly beggars and, and Visu. 
were the ones that I remember the most. And like the party, the party house. Yeah, the party house. Yeah. Like, because Beggars, Beggars came out like right when we started hanging out with Kevin again, like after high school. So, like, there's just a ton of memories with like just that whole period of our growing up <laughs> when yeah. we were like 21, 22. So, there's a lot of fun stuff with that record for me, at least. So, I love this record. Um, my favorite song is In Exile. I really like that one. It's just that, that drum beat, that super simple drum beat through the whole song. And I like Dustin's vocal melody a lot in the chorus. I think it's like one of the best things he's done vocally. I, I just think it's so catchy. It's just like a really great, great song. So yeah, that's my number six, Beggars. Beggars. Okay. Nothing wrong with that, I guess. Getting into the top five now. At least it's not in your top five. All right. <laughs> top five. These are all good. These are all good albums. Yes. Yes. Um, so number five is Illusion of Safety. This, okay. uh, this is this is a direct extension from Identity Crisis. A little more polished, a little more uh, a little more grown up, a little more, but also kind of just like a little more mundane. Did it have the same same energy explosiveness as Identity Crisis did? So that's why it's a little bit lower than everything else. Nothing wrong with yeah. it though. It's still good. I'm with you. It's not the knock it, but Red Death. I think this is. Like a oh, that's fantastic cool. song. It's a cool punk rock song. And you get into it so quick. It's like almost instantaneous. Like you're you're hooked and you're pumped. You're you're jiving. You're moving your butt around in your seat like this, <laughs> and you're having a good time. Oh, and I love the bridge in that song when it just like it's just like it's like stop and go and like Dustin and Riley are just like well he's Dustin's screaming but every time he screams Riley's hitting the drums so fucking hard. Oh, I love that bridge. It's, so it's, it's one of my favorite parts of the whole record. It is a good, good album. I don't know yeah. that I would go back to it as much, but that's only because like Identity Crisis is so good, and I think this is just like like it's an extension of it. But yeah, that's not to say it's a bad record. It's still a good record. Absolutely. Um, so, what's your oh Red Death? Red Death. Yeah, Red Death. Okay, so my number five. This one really surprised me. Um, this one got knocked down quite a bit. After this week, and that's the illusion of safety. I I love this record, but after this week, like I, it's just not as good as the next four. Uh, it's just there. There are parts of it, like you said, like it's it doesn't have the same like punch as Identity Crisis does. So like there's some like slower parts and lower moments, but they hadn't really perfected that style or that sound yet. So it comes off kind of weird. And then just the production of the whole record was very different from identity crisis to artist and it's just a weird it's just a really weird record in general but it's really good and i mean i got into the band right before this record came out and i remember just being so stoked on identity crisis when i found out about it and then this album came out like maybe two months after that after i found out about him and i just just being obsessed with the, the illusion of safety this fucking record i've, I've listened to it hundreds of times if not a thousand times like identity crisis so i have a lot of really good memories with this one too and my favorite song is a subtle dagger the second song this is just like a minute and like 40 seconds of just just pummeling you with fucking hardcore music it's so good like they were so good at this it was astonishing so that's my number five illusion all right it's an illusion michael so what do you got for number four <laughs> number four is visu Okay, Easy. I thought this would be higher for you. Okay, um, why is that? This was kind of fun because I don't know. I knew the most 
besides identity crisis because we did that on the pod but i knew the Lost most Lost. from this album like i knew almost half of these songs i just remembered them mm-hmm. so it was it was it was fun it was it was a good kind of trip and i don't have a lot of bad things to say about it the only thing i guess is the latter half of the album kind of tapers off a little bit for me and mm-hmm. doesn't i don't know doesn't doesn't have the same edge as like the first the first half does but I don't know. It's still good. I, I don't know. This was one of the weird ones that I didn't. I didn't have anything really negative to say, but not like a ton of positive stuff to say. Like my next ones, <laughs> but it's so high. It's so high on your list because it's good. Like I don't know when it I was listening really to it, I was like, "Damn, this!" I forgot about this one. Like between the end, remember that yeah. song. Music box, remember that song. And then Red mm-hmm. Sky, the closer, remember that song. But my favorite song, obviously, is Image of the Invisible. Like, oh, of course. I still love this song. I did I still <laughs> play this song. I still listen to this song. It's just fucking a killer song. It is really good. It's fantastic. It's I don't know how this is not like the top song on Spotify either. I don't know what the fuck is going on with people on Spotify world. But this should be their it's top song. It's because the band doesn't like their early music and therefore the fans. It's feel not even a, that a weird early, loyalty. Though. What, four deep already? Dude, they fucking hate everything prior to Beggars, pretty much. Even so. Alchemy Index? Yeah, they don't like it. What are you doing? No, they don't like it. They don't like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> they especially hate the first two records. They despise the first two records. I, I can see why they wouldn't like the first two compared to their, their sound now. I get it, I guess. But, like the Davy mm-hmm. Havoc syndrome, I guess. I don't know, but... Yeah. <laughs> whatever that's the best way of putting it except Davy havoc only likes the last two albums that afis put out <laughs> every time so all right my um my number four is fire water out from the alchemy index and uh i mean this this is this is truly truly a banger i i got nothing bad to say about it and like you you touched upon earlier it, you can see fire when you're listening to the fire songs you can hear the water it's it, you can, it's hard to explain <laughs> you just like have to hear the songs to to really understand it and i love the instrumental there's one instrumental for each of the elements and both of them are just really heavy and kind of cool they're really cool like there's just there's so much going on on these songs and they were able to to play them live really really well which was cool to see too because i actually got to see i saw them play I went with Annie at the House of Blues. It, it's the one on Spotify, the the live show at House of Blues on Spotify. The one they did the DVD for. Annie and I were at that one, and um, and yeah, they played like a shit shit ton of stuff from the Alchemy Index. And I just remember just thinking how fucking good it was. It was so cool, so damn cool. And um, yeah, my favorite song. I don't care if it's basic, but Digital C is. I love what he does in that song in the very end when like Dustin singing through that, that weird effect. I, I love that song. It's such a rad, rad and different song for the band, even to this day. So number, four, that's my, uh, my number four fire water. Okay. What do you got for your number three? All right. Number three is our album of the week. Artist, artist Fuck in the ambulance, God. pull up your pants, Dave. Fucking guy. Okay. Number three. All right. Well, my number three then is, uh, it's Visu. Visu I, I've always thought this was like my number two, but one of these one of these albums, you know, really, really, I don't know, is better. I guess is the, the only thing I could say right now. But Visu was was so different because you know I'd been following the band for so since their first record, and then 
the first time they ever played any music from Visu, you and I were at that concert. And it was at Bamboozle when we, when we went to Bamboozle Left in Pomona. Yeah. Thrice played right before Brand New, or vice versa, I don't remember. But anyway, Thrice played, and they played The Earth Will Shake for the first time, and that was the first song from this record they had ever played. And I remember when they when they played it, like the first like 30 seconds, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like I was upset. Yeah. I was like very upset. I'm like, this is not Thrice. This is not good. And then by the end of it, I'm like, this is fucking great. This is just amazing. Because that song is just, the way it builds and... That this entire record is just so unique in in of itself. Uh, I think it's it's fantastic and it's really stood the test of time. And I have two favorite. Well, I guess I have two favorites. My my number one is "Stand and Feel Your Worth" because I think there's so much passion and emotion in Dustin's voice in that song, and it's very heavy toward the end. And um, and then also between the end and where we lie, that's a good one too. All right. So what do you got for number two? Number two is Firewater. Identity Crisis. Oh, you're cock, man. Identity Crisis, baby. This is, uh, I went in thinking this was going to be the best, my favorite, because I still listen to this, like the entirety of this album. I will throw this on occasionally and listen to the whole thing because it's rad. It's it's too good. The sound that they have here is, is very like of its time. And Thrice yeah. is also very of its time in their sound, but better. Very true. Like their blend of, <laughs> of like the hardcore, post-hardcore punk music is absolutely perfect. But they just add like a little bit of flair instrumental-wise. And then vocally, lyrically, they're not the same band that talks about insignificant shit, really. You know, they, they're, they're yeah. a little more broad in their stuff. So they're, they're, like that's what gives them their edge. And we'll talk about more of the artist because that's what makes them better than most bands that came out from that era. But Identity Crisis is, it's damn near perfect. It is really, really good. And I think every song is at least good to really good, but most of them are perfect. But <laughs> I think the title track is a perfect intro to the album. I love yeah. the way it starts off where it's very like tonally distant and, and flat. And then it really kicks in. Yeah. Fucking it's with that so, slide with that bass slide it, it makes me like laugh every time because i'm just i have such a good time just the first like 15 <laughs> seconds phoenix ignition <laughs> dude checks all the boxes of stuff that i like in a song mm. but my true favorite song is torch to end all torches oh fuck yeah perfect song perfect song yeah it's like untouchable it is absolutely untouchable and after this week i mean that's it's probably like my that's like my favorite thrice song mm-hmm. but that's uh, so good yeah man <laughs> Identity Crisis is really good. It's fantastic. There was there was a time back in the early 2000s on their because they used to be really active on their website and they used to talk to fans on their website and all that stuff and they released a version of a torch to end all torches and they called it a turbo torch and what they they just sped it up like just a tiny bit but it sounds like the coolest song you've ever fucking heard. Like that song sped up just a tiny bit is just perfection. Oh. You should look it up. It, I, it's, I I'm, I'm sure it's on YouTube. On, to look at that yeah. Like when you hear, like if you listen to like one or two times and you go back to Torch to End All Torches, you're like, I can't do it. Like I got to go back to a Turbo Torch. Like it just sounds so <laughs> cool fucking faster. So go look it up. It's really cool. But man, Identity Crisis, your number two. I thought for sure this was going to be number, my number one. Yeah, I thought so too. But what I'm, I'm not, I'm not complaining. 
as long as you you still like it and you had a good time that's all that matters so my number two is artist so we're not going to talk about that so then what's your number one my number one is is something that i was fucking blown away by and that's I guess the first part or the first two parts to the alchemy index, fire and water, this, um, Mm -hmm. dude, I dare even say this was like a perfect, a perfect album. Like this was unbelievable. The contrast of the fire side and the water side, not only was that like perfect, but each side had elements and hints of the other fire had moments of like soft melodies buried under like intense and aggressive instrumentals like water and then the water side had some parts to it that were really really heavy and loud that somehow complemented like the the softer more fluid vocals so yeah like both things were like down to the fucking t both sides were curated to be like in perfect harmony with each other but also like on its own to stand as a fantastic record it was unbelievable i've never heard something i, I just can't think of anything I've never heard something like that are opposites, but like a perfect yin yang, you know, like that's, yeah. like that's exactly what it is. Like if you think of like, a, like the yin, is that, what's that called? Yin yang? Yeah. Yin and yang. Sounds like a stupid thing to say. I don't know. I haven't said it in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like the yin and the yang thing, right? They each have a little yeah. circle in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. That's like representative mm-hmm. of the other thing. Like everything's in just, dude, it was, it was just, I was blown away by how, how amazing this was, how well-crafted this was. It was unbelievable. So I got two two favorite songs, one from each side. Yeah, the Fire Side, Fire Breather, the opener. Ah, oh, yes, that's Dude, a Dude, this great song opener. is fucking heavy. It is like dark. And the ending, that, that choral melody to it, has like a yeah. nice fluidity. It like flows like water. It kind of like sets you up early on to say, hey, even though this album is going to be heavy and aggressive as fuck, it's still going to have some nice melodies <laughs> that flow well. That that melody at the end, it's so cool because they, they always play that song live and it gets to the point where the crowd is so loud that they they just let them they don't even sing the band doesn't even sing the melody. The crowd sings it back to them oh, while so they cool. play all the instruments. It's so fucking cool when they play that song live. And it's only like three notes. It's like yeah, nothing. I know. <laughs> and then on on the water side I have the whaler. The whaler oh, that's a good one. the whaler yeah. I love because this is like some radiohead shit going on here. And they have this piano that's like constantly building suspense with this ominous bass, like driving the song forward. It's, it's, it's like soft, but at the same time, it's kind of like creepy and has this like impending doom to it. Like fire would be or something. I don't know. It's really cheesy, yeah. but it's done so damn well. They did it. They did such a good job on fire and water. It's, it's, it's insane. Dude, it it's was, such a cool transition too from Visu to Fire and Water. Like it's such a seamless transition, styling wise. Because like Visu had so many of the, the, the piano, the electronics being introduced on that record, and then that just perfectly translates into Fire Water. It's it's amazing, absolutely amazing. The amount of effort and like complexity that Fire and Water has, I think is like leaps and bounds over anything they've done. Yeah, like it's and think it's, about it's insane. It, I I still can't like wrap my mind around how impressive this was. And think of it. Th- think of this too. How ballsy, how ballsy it was of the band to to be to have artists be so successful or be as successful as it was. Then going to the label saying, "Okay, we're not going to make another record like that. We're going to experiment a lot more." Then come out with Visu, 
and then that album blows up too and then they go back to their record label and say we're going to make a concept record and this is what it is and then they lay out the alchemy index concept and the label still allowed them to do it <laughs> like the fact that they even had the balls to go even try to do it is insane in itself but they did it and overall they did a pretty damn good job so yeah i mean overall they did a pretty good job but like the air in the earth part yeah that that one's that part's a little rough but kind of a dud fire and water like kind of make up for it <laughs> honestly it's, <laughs> honestly it's, it's that good so i had to like listen to it i listened to it once and then i listened to each one individually yeah and listened to it again a third time all the way through not with the air in the earth part but like it was just it was so intense and there was just so much stuff to to pick apart and listen to that i just i, I was like i was just i was entranced <laughs> it's it's fucking great man uh, yeah that's my number one it's your number one all right so my number one is identity crisis obviously this is what got me into the band uh friend of the pod kevin got me into thrice my cousin also listened to thrice a lot at the time so like i had two i had both of them to bounce like i like you know thoughts about the band and then i met annie and then annie this is like her favorite band so her and i just bonded over thrice so like i have just so many memories of this album and just cool people and i just it's so cool the first song i ever heard from thrice kevin showed me and it was a torch to end all torches first thing i instantly hooked and uh and then i went out and bought the cd and i just i listened to it over and over and over again uh, my favorite song i have two favorite songs i got to pick two one is Under Par and the other is A Torch Ten Doll Torches. Um, both songs are just so amazing. And the breakdown in Under Par, I just, I love so much. It's so simple and so basic, but fuck, they did such a good job on it. And <laughs> Torch Ten Doll Torches is a, like we already talked about. There's nothing wrong with that song. Perfect. But perfect song. It is a perfect song. So, yeah. So, Identity Crisis, perfect. Al- that is a perfect album. Absolutely. Through and through. Not a bad part everything's everything's a banger everything's perfect there you go okay all right so that's it for the ranking and um stay tuned for the main episode because we're getting into the artist and ambulance from paris so that's it that's all okay good night